Don't buy second-hand underwear. Get fresh. Get fresh. Guess what? Terrible, bro. What? Welcome to Wizard Sleeve. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome all. Hello. Yeah, if, if you recognise that voice, then you realise that he's back. I am indeed. I am back. You kind of threw me just jumping in there. I did, yeah. I thought I'd do it. I thought it'd be more exciting like that. Fair enough. Since Fair enough. Since but yes, I'm, I'm back after <laughs> uh, absence due to, well, cancer. So, uh, yeah, there we go. As always, that's, no, that's right. in the mood. Right, okay. So anyway, on, on, on with the show. Alright, so as always, there's uh, me, Lewis, to my left, Stephen. Hello. To my right, Daz. Hello. And to my uh, other right, John. Hello. And Kerry's here as well. Hello. Yeah, I should find out. You should have done the clock system then. Alright. Kerry, Steve, John, Daz, Lou. I'm going to say you're about northeast east. So Alright, you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you it was when I drove here. I go past it. I go past it first, and then go back. Mm. Right, so uh, we're back. Yep. Well, that's his back. I'm back. Yeah. Uh, what should we talk about? I know. What have we been up to lately? Let's have a catch up. Does what have you been up to? What I've been up to. I've been up to. Uh, not a lot. Upped up to some seriously toxic drugs. You've moved out. I moved out. Yeah, we're we're recording in the new place, which is nice because it's not damp. Um, it's always a plus. Yeah, and I was in a giant pole all yesterday. You were in what? <laughs> I had to go. It was my. Uh, it was a scam. Uh, oh, right. uh, pet scam. They didn't like roll you down the hill or anything like. No, that. No, no, no. So I had to go and, this uh, is a test. And <laughs> 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 uh, go and lie in a giant pole for twenty odd minutes while they scam me. But there we go. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been working. I went to, um, there's this thing in Preston called Talk Nerdy to Me. Laura had a stall the other day. And, uh, if you think Bolton's weird, hmm. go Preston. What was it? Was it, uh... it, was, it was like a, they had like stalls. Hmm. And they had these authors as well. And like, you know, like self-published authors. Oh, God. Yeah. And there was this guy who, um, um, I don't know what he could, he was like a, he was like a sci-fi writer. He'd written all these like um, weird murder books set in Lancashire, and he had even had his own like kind of stand, like a, an image, what they called a, a, what they call it? a banner, like a banner, yeah, like a standing banner. And it was him, like black and white, to the side, like, <laughs> the camera, and it said like, oh, "What happens in Lancashire?" And he also sold those little painted dragons. As well. Oh Jesus! So he was, he was, what? Yeah, he was selling. Painted dragons. Selling shit. And then there was this bit where they, they had like a microphone in the corner and I looked over and he's reading an excerpt from his book, from his own book. And it lasted like five minutes. It felt like an eternity. <laughs> no one was listening. Oh, God. And then uh, we met these two, this this father and son. I don't know if you've ever heard of a place called Nelson. 
Mm. Other things, other side of Blackburn. These two not rights. Unless they're very right and you're listening, and no, they were not rights. They, they, they were telling these. They were just like stood in front of Laura Stahl. Like people were trying to look and buy stuff, but these two fat guys not, not fat, um, were putting people off. They were really like weird. We don't like that twat yard at the other place. A bit. Well, uh, you to tune this. Well, these were like more positive. They weren't as negative towards Laura, but um, some of the stories they were telling me. They got onto. He was telling me. He was like, there was a song on, and he was air drumming this guy in front of me. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're into a bit of air drumming, are you? So I'm into a bit of uh, air guitar. And he went, oh, yeah, I like to play air guitar as well. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've got an air guitar as well at home. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> what did he <laughs> Honestly, get this. He went, you know that song, that sound you hear on guitar, like a wah sound? I went, yeah, wah. He went, I thought that's what an air guitar was. I went, what? He, what? Went, he went, I thought an air guitar was a real thing. Like a real guitar, like a type of guitar. I was like, all right. He said on one Christmas day, his dad came out of the kitchen holding his arms out and said, I've got you, I've got you an air guitar Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, He just gave him an empty box. Like so he, just, he handed it, he had like, his hands out like, like he was holding oh the guitar. Yeah. And then he, then he told me another story where his dad put a torch in a box on Christmas morning Yeah. and his son opened it and the torch was on and his dad went, I knew your face would light up. I was like, his dad sounds like a cunt well, yeah. <laughs> it's like them people though I, like, I do like watching the videos of uh, people giving kids stuff like Xboxes and stuff and then they <laughs> open it up and there's nothing inside oh, have you seen the one really where shit. he opens a it's like a massive box he opens it it's just another box and it ends up going down to like I don't even it's like an M&M or something but he just keeps opening boxes one's like an Xbox then mm. one's like an iPad box he opens that and it's just like another piece of shit in there. <laughs> he just keeps opening it's it just a match box yeah. just oh. one used match in it I've not seen that though it's good you should give kids like an Xbox like a big box and it's just a football inside <laughs> just one there. shoe <laughs> yeah <laughs> one size 13 shoe <laughs> Put your Xbox games in that. <laughs> Both feet in that. Yeah, Both feet in that. <laughs> Why waste money? Exactly, yeah. When we were at the old house, obviously, they used to have a charity shop over the road. And we went in, walking down to the we went in one day. And just randomly, somebody dropped off a load of like size 13 and 14 shoes. And they were just there. And it's, it's, you're, not, you're never going to sell them. Who are you gonna, the person who's obviously going to give you these or doesn't need them. And if they don't need them, they must be dead. Because they've had them made. And they're yeah. just these massive fucking yeah. belts. I'd never buy them. shoes for a charity shop. Did a car boot the Shoes and underwear. I saw, bo- I saw underwear in a charity shop. I saw shop. boxer shorts hung up well, in a fucking charity shop. You know how he said about, uh, what do you call it, Preston? Well, on Preston Market, there's a second-hand underwear, women's underwear and bikini stuff. Second-hand? Store. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just it's just one of the fucking one of the tables. Your fucking your fucking dick would be a flea market. It's just it's just one of the tables. Loads of blocks, yeah. yeah, sniffing up yeah. with nippers and stuff. It's not even sorted out or anything. It's just a table with them all dumped oh, on. I mean, underwear isn't that expensive. Get fresh. You know what I mean? Don't buy someone well, else's get underwear. Fresh. Some people, get fresh. Some people buy it. <laughs> That's my new ad campaign for uh, Calvin Klein. Don't buy second-hand underwear. Get fresh. Get fresh. Well, I knew a guy that knew a guy that used to sell. Um, socks on eBay so people can buy and sniff them. That, That's probably that what it is. It's probably a time. pile of underwear. That was you. Like, yeah. right, it's just having a rummage. I know a guy who know a guy. Same. That sounds like the start of an urban myth. 
Hey, now that's a segue. That's a segue. If I ever fucking heard one. <laughs> hey, write that down, kids. That's what a segue is. Not one of those two bike things. A two two wheel, two wheel things. What like a bike? <laughs> <laughs> Just Google segue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, we're not talking. We, we are going to be talking about. <laughs> we're not talking uh, about segways tonight. No, no. We're yeah. going to be talking about <laughs> urban, urban, urban myths. Like research done. But we want to. Obviously. Look at this segway, mum. I'm going to pedal it. Look at all the research done. Yeah, the, that newfangled two-wheeled <laughs> advanced. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Anyway, anyway, yeah, we are actually getting somewhere. We are segueing to it a bit early. Yeah. But well, we can talk. We can talk about it later. We can talk about urban myths and that afterwards. But because there's a few trailers, isn't there, that we want to talk yes, about? Yes, yes, there is. The first one that I want to bring up news. Is, yeah, news. Apparently, um, is the Terminator Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. Genesis. Genesis. Which for the for the listeners, I I've do try to write some sort of running order. I know it doesn't sound like it most of the time. And I refuse to spell it like they have, because I don't understand why they have. This maybe is, uh, cool, maybe God copyrighted the word Genesis for the I Bible. I think uh, yeah, Phil yeah, Collins. Phil Collins did it. I know your views on it. <laughs> this, this is why it's good to have Daz back. <laughs> Some really creepy uncles. There was just no structure. <laughs> just that Mickey. Yeah. I'm trying to try keep a... You know, a rain on things. But anyway, yeah, so um, there's now two trailers out for it. Uh, I caught the second, me and Lewis have watched the second trailer today. Uh, Sting and John had already seen it, but they were here when we watched it again. Um, so I don't know where I'm going. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sosti, what do you think? Oh, it looks shit. <laughs> well, I've got down it. Shit or hit? <laughs> I'm going to go with shit. Well, it's definitely shit. not going to be a hit, is it? No, I think it is going to be a hit. It is going to be a hit because loads of going to see. Money wise, money wise, it'll make a lot of money. But I can't see it being a good film. Look at Avatar. Is is Avatar still the biggest grossing film ever? I thought that was Frozen. I thought Frozen pits it. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not seeing Frozen. I'm not really. uh, Yeah. I'm not. I'm not an eight year old girl. The the last (laughs) time I checked, (laughs) I saw Frozen at cinema. Did you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, segue past that. Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't want Lewis Cycle cutting things. But um, yeah, but last time I looked, it was Avatar. So we'll just go with Avatar yeah, anyway, because yeah. I've not seen Frozen, so I can't give a general. Yeah, that was high, going off a Disney film. It's I imagine high it's shit. It. Yeah. Films now, blockbusters anyway. They just rely on the hype. What mm. like Hitler riding a the, dinosaur? Yeah, isn't that why there's teasers now? Yeah, exactly. I remember. I remember the very first what you could call modern teaser, which was Godzilla in '97, where they had a teaser for it the year, and you'd never seen trailers like more than three months or you know five months at tops before the film came out. But this was like a full year. It was like we're watching. It was in the summer, and the teaser for it was it was was it in was it in a cinema or something, and then a foot, and then like the mm. wall blows out, and then you see this massive. Godzilla foot come past the hole in the wall and it walks off. Yeah, and I, know, uh, I know they did one with the big eye and everything, but it was just yeah. Uh, the teaser. It was only about fifteen seconds long, but it, it turned, was like it turned out to be better than the film. Well, yeah, <laughs> but then we, you had a year to wait, 
And now that's commonplace now. But back then it was like next summer Godzilla and, and it got hyped all the way for a whole 12 months and then it came out. Well, that's what these trailers do, don't they? They, they? they create a buzz so that you think, I have to go and see that, whether it's shit or not, because I, I want to see what it's like for myself. Well, they call them event mm-hmm. movies, don't they? Well, look at what happened when, this, when the Star Wars teaser came out. As soon as that came out, everyone sort of rushed to put trailers on the internet. Yeah. Jurassic World... Batman yeah. and Superman, they all just kind of appeared all at once, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they did. And that's the thing, I mean, in 97 there was no internet like like it is now. So the whole culture of sharing and social media, social media didn't exist. No. And it, yeah, that whole culture of sharing it, things yeah. now, they're doing all, they're doing the work, they're doing the distribu- um, distribution work for the studios, because in the past they would have had to distribute trailers to cinemas and yeah, TV way channels and stuff like that. Yeah. Now they just bang it on YouTube. Their own like Universal or 20th Century Fox have their own YouTube account. They bang it on there and within minutes it's been watched millions. by millions of people around the world. Yeah. And that that must save them a fortune. Yeah. But and, yeah. and it gets people talking about it. Exactly. Well, instantly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In a trailer you talk to the guy next to you. Yeah. When yeah. you see it on the internet you put it out there and everyone talks about it. But now you get like fucking Balance talking about them in podcasts and stuff, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Hello! What's a Balance? Bell. So anyway, what do you think, John? I think it looks silly. I do want to watch it, though. Are you still talking about Terminator? Terminator, yeah. Yeah, I'm bringing us back to, I like back to track. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I like the Terminator films. And... Uh, I just like the universe. I like everything about it. So I'm going to. I like Salvation. I'm not going to make. I think Salvation had some. I like some of the robot designs in Salvation bizarrely. What I like is some of the scenes, but like the direction of it, it's just not a great movie. I just liked how he actually got to the war because at the end of the second one, she goes like, "There's a a storm coming," and you think, "Wow, if they do another one, there's going to be you're going to see the storm." But the third one was just again, it was like, "Well, there's going to be a war." Yeah, rise the machines is gash. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I, I wanted to watch Salvation is because they were they were claiming they were going to show more of the war and all that, and mm. that's what intrigued me. Because yeah. you know, uh, James Cameron showed clips in the in the first two Terminators, didn't he, of the yeah. war and stuff, and you only got snippets, mm. and that, that's what intrigued me. But they didn't, yeah. again, they didn't show a lot. I guess, yeah. And and it did, the, the thing is, know, that I imagine these epic sort of battles, like you see the snippets in in Terminator One and Although, Two of these huge. I would I wouldn't say they've been epic battles because. No, the, the machine doesn't start and nukes yeah. everything, so no, it is but, just hit and run. Yeah, I expected more of that kind of rebellion fighting against yeah, these machines I know, yeah. and stuff. It was it too being a bit. The, the thing is with Salvation, it was too big the way they shot it. It was like mm. the the snippets from the from Terminator Two at the beginning. Mm. You know where that T eight hundred steps on that skull and stuff. And that's the first one, isn't it? I thought it was the second. No, it's the second mm. one. That that was the first one mm. uh, where Reese is dreaming. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, they do, they do something like that yeah. in the second one as well. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, show, they yeah. show, and it's like it's so much more atmospheric because it's all like dead monotone and like, yeah. and the ships that come over are like models, you know, like yeah. that Cameron kind of aliens-looking mm. ship that just hovers over, and it just looks more real. Whereas when you've got someone like riding a bike at two hundred mile an hour down a dirt road while it's yeah. being chased by some fire, and, and it was at night time like, in those snippets, which yeah. made it like a bit more. Yeah, it was just a bit more. I don't know. I'd, I, it was all right. The the salvation one. It was it, certainly it, better than Terminator Three, but it wasn't. Would it matter fighting basically the Terminators at night? I imagine their eyes could see in the dark better than yeah. humans are. Surely you'd be better oh, off yeah, in the yeah. day. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, that, that's uh, sorry about that. That was just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, oh, I have, actually, I, no. Although I have got one thing to say for the Terminator franchise: what they need to stop doing is putting Arnie in them. Yeah. Yeah. There is no need for Arnie yeah. to be in. It's like in Salvation when he turns up. I know it's supposed to be this big thing, and it's like, oh. For me, there's no need CGI for anyone Arnie. to be in it. There's no need for John Connor to be in it. There's no need for mm. Sarah Connor to be in it. There's no need for Reese yeah, to be in it. Yeah, sort of like basically it's just like, on them. Yeah, it's a whole. They've created a whole kind of thing. It could go anywhere with it, you know. If they were just like to do the, one that was set during the the war or whatever. It's the same as the Star Wars prequels. They focused mm. it on the characters yeah. you already knew. Like you, know, you should have yeah. just. And you John knew Connor, where they were all going. Mm. Yeah, John Connor could be mentioned, but not really in it. You know, you have a group of rebels or whatever fighting these machines, and that's it. Mm. So have we decided if it's uh, what was it? Shit, hit or shit. Again, like Johnson. Is that it? Hit or shit. Yeah, well, like that's good. <laughs> that's the segment. Can you justify your point though, as to why you think it's shit or hit? Or is it just? It's the long way. I'm not. I'm not actually saying <laughs> it I is going to be shit, but I want to justify it. But yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things. Like you said, I, I will end up watching it because I've watched. Every, I've watched the others. Yeah, and know. to a certain extent, I've, I've enjoyed certain bits. I'll be honest, I've enjoyed certain bits of each of them. You know what I mean? Not obviously, the first and second one are good films. <clears throat> I, I <throat> do like them. I'll tell you why I think it's shit. Because again, they're not going to the war. It seems to have gone back in time, back to Earth before the war again. Well, they're almost I'm, rebooting it, aren't they? They're saying we've, we've fucked about with the timeline that much that now we can go back to the first film and completely rewrite what happened. Yeah. Which I think is horrible. Yeah, I do. But I was going to watch. And the thing is about Terminator. The two, the two, two first Terminator films to me were more like horror films. Oh yeah, this one's so intense. Well, they like well, the chase first, movies, aren't they? They like they have chase movies. Well, the, yeah. fir- the first one, they like, like a Friday the Thirteenth or a Halloween, where yeah, you've got the like, monster that's it's a stalker, isn't it? It's a stalker film, yeah, same yeah. sci-fi. Yeah, kind yeah of. exactly. Yeah. Whereas now I think they've gone too far down the action road. Mm. You know, there's too much. CGI action and it's like there's no th- that tension of having this this thing coming Force, after you yeah. you know that never stops that seems to have gone away and it's now mm. it's like oh we need to go here and destroy this fucking thing and like shoot the, a load of for me they, they've destroyed too much too many of them if you understand yeah. what I mean they've, they've shown that the Terminators aren't these unstoppable yeah, yeah. killing machines mm. yeah fair enough Skynet's everywhere it takes over that's kind of a terrifying thought because get to the singularity, but we'll save that for a different day. Um, and it's it's already in everything, so that is an unstoppable thing because I'll just stop the internet sort of thing. But um, Terminators themselves, yeah, yeah you don't Sky need Knight, Sky Knight, uh, Skynet was cracked and we we nearly won the war and everything. Mm. Oh, well, that's got a lot uh, scary, mm. really. I'd probably die in the first bomb blast anyway, but. <laughs> Keep my eyes open because it's a pretty view. I bet Walters thinks it looks good. Who's that? My mate Anthony. He's, uh, he listens to the podcast and he, he texts me yeah. while he's listening to it in points that he disagrees with. <laughs> that he disagrees just yeah. that he disagrees with oh he's like he's like oh you're full of shit and, he, and I think he's always hammered because he's like <laughs> he's always getting shit wrong he's like I can't believe you've no, never seen such a thing I'm like no I have seen it I just said it <laughs> listen to it and uh, I think he texted me saying that he thought the Constantine movie was good so right I th- to be fair the Constantine movie I fucking hell for my sins I enjoyed the film I think if he hadn't have had the Constantine if they call it yeah 
it'd have been it'd been better for it because again for well, some yeah. reason I like shit films that have got some nice imagery or you know some nice set pieces in that are just kind of mm. strike home still shit films all my hands up I think you're right though well, like, I was on prequels I wasn't that versed in a Hellblazer mm. like until I, I watched so I watched it I was Shia LaBeouf like, as Chaz it's just not right I watched it and I was right. like oh it's not too bad but then I read the comics and I was like I was more angry that it could have been so much cooler yeah, and I was I had high hopes for the TV show, and they've, it's like they just didn't listen to any of the criticism. Well, again, I only watched the first episode. I'm not, I'm not actually watched any. Well, it's watched been cancelled it now, anyway. Yeah, it? No one wants it. I wasted my time watching every episode. I watched about four and then just gave up because it did tickle me. Um, I don't know whether. All right. Well, Daz was saying um, I had to I had to br- break it then for no apparent fucking reason. But uh... <laughs> never mind. Taz was just explaining that me and him watched the original pilot twice, both versions of it, where uh, they got rid of that chick. Yeah, instead of keeping her in. Mm. Well, then they introduced another, another chick who had the same sort of ability to like make it like a serial show where each episode's a different... Like, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's what They I didn't saw. need to do that, because the comic's like that anyway. Mm. Near mm. enough, every... Well, they yeah, had to give him a partner. That's what Chaz is for, he's foiling everything. Like, he doesn't need a partner, because like... The comics are successful, I and mean, he's always on his own anyway. Unless he's like, if he's in London, he only really hangs out with Chaz now and again. He's not like most of the time. It's him narrating. I think what with the TV show, they need like a protagonist. Don't they? they need someone that the uh, what the viewer sort of links in with, like yeah. a normal person, basically. Yeah, someone who can have everything explained to him. Yeah, basically, so that the audience knows what. But this is just what Chaz is in the comic. So oh, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so we're, di- we're digressing. We were on Terminator Genesis. The other, just before we go off onto other things we've seen, um, I'm just going to put it out there. I know you don't really care, but they are bringing out a um, miniatures game to coincide with the release of the film. Terminator. Yeah, the uh, Rebels versus wow. uh, a load of T-800 endoskeletons. It just looks shit. All right. Okay. Well, I've read the rules for it. Large it just... machines as well. No, just T-800s. No. Why does it look shit? Uh, the rules—it's like a standalone boxed game sort of thing, and traditionally, the support's never been there for that sort of thing, so they don't go very fast. So you buy, it, you play it a couple of times, you run through all the scenarios in it, mm. and then you're done. So there's it goes, no, there's it, no further like, no. things to buy. Huh? It goes, it goes on a shelf sort of thing, and you know you never play it again. Mm. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so the other. Trailers, just while we're on yeah. up-to-date trailers. Uh, it's all shit. <laughs> well, yeah, Jurassic World. <sighs> Laura thinks it looks good. I think it looks fucking biz. I think it looks biz. Mm, Again, I want to watch shit. it, though, because I like the Jurassic, I like the Jurassic Park. Oh, no, I've just been... I, I'm, I'm, not go, first I'm not going to go see it at the cinema. I'm just, just going to watch it. I'll have to... I think Laura said I have to take her to the cinema, so I'll, no, I'll, I'm give, not I'll give a full cinema. review. <laughs> After I've wanked over Chris Pratt for two hours, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch During. it just out of curiosity more than anything. I want to see that. Is. I want to see that big dinosaur. Yeah. You know, well, the, uh, genetically. Know, well, that, that, I'm not going to go see the really it. It's really the thing, isn't it? On DVD or mm. something. Or... Well, they the, have to the, the, new, didn't they? Well, that's the thing, though. It's, it's, it's bloody stupid. D- dinosaurs their, themselves aren't a big attraction, so they have to genetically engineer a super dinosaur. They should have done it over like Jurassic Park's failing. You know, like, oh, there's no one fucking coming in anymore. Yeah. 
you know, we've got we've got dinosaurs playing with hoops and shit, and no one's coming. We have Barney, the Barney the dinosaur dancing. <laughs> we've got a falafel stand. No have you seen the, uh, there's an episode of Futurama where they go to a, um, I think it's the Jurassic Circus or something, and they have got like Triceratops on balls yeah, and stuff, yeah. and a fucking T-Rex driving around in a little car and stuff, because that's what was happening during the Cretaceous period, yeah. or Jurassic period, and it's just like ticklesome, but no, it just looks gash. And I've got a, I have got to mention the scene where, yeah, using Velociraptors as basically he's made friends with them and they're like his hunting dogs. That's mm. stupid. Because mm. in the first one, the raptors are the scary things. It's not really the T Rex. Yeah. Because that's a big dirty thing. It's the yeah. fact that the the raptors have got the that intelligence the main, there. Yeah, the raptors yeah. are the main villain. Aren't yeah. And they're, they're scary because of that, because they're thinking they're actually doing things, working together and yeah. everything. And for them to that start... scene in the uh, is it like a kitchen or something with those kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah like it's terrifying. Intense, yeah. yeah, it's really good. And even the guy who's like trained him, or the you know the ranger guy, he goes out there in the forest and they kill him, don't they? Clever girl. Yeah, exactly. Although so in like, the um, there's just no way. Although in the book, he actually hides in a pipe. Does he? He survives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he survives yeah, in the boat because he, he, he they didn't want him in the <laughs> helicopter at the end. Well, that's to be a bit awkward. But again, <laughs> the, Sat there, who's man. that guy? <laughs> Who the, the fuck are you? I mean, in the boat, they do the Velociraptors eat the Jeff Goldblum character because they just leave him because his legs gone gangrene. Can we do a spoiler one in case you've not read the uh, 1991 <laughs> book of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, it's a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a joke. Uh, John Lennon also dies. He doesn't survive because he, he. John Lennon. Yeah, he, yeah John Lennon's dead. By the way, spoiler alert. <laughs> in case you've not seen the. Uh, the 1980 news story: John yeah. Lennon gets shot in New York. He said, "Who town?" Oh, it was 1980, not 1981. Fucking hell! Anyway, Where, man, here. December. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, John Lennon. He gets uh, eaten by compies. He falls down a hill and breaks his hip. <laughs> and then gets eaten by compies. He should have got eaten. Mm. Goblin. No. Jammond. Although, although if Goblin had got eaten, they wouldn't have had to have made oh, the second film. I'm just saying, if uh, Jeff Goldblum had been eaten, the second film wouldn't have got made. No. And we'd all be better for it. <laughs> <laughs> Including Chris Pratt. Anyway, yeah, so, so anyway, Jurassic World. Shit, shit. Shit, I'm going to go with right, shit. we've uh, reached a conclusion. Jurassic World is going to be shit. Any more? Uh, shits? Yeah, we'll go with uh, the last one. Is one that I watched today. And I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of the comic book character. Um, Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am a fan of Batman. I'll just, I'll just point that out. But uh, Court of Owls was shit. Um, that's not very topical because it's like... Back to Batman. Four, four year old now. Yeah, back to Batman. So anyway, Steve, what do you think um what do McCoy will be like as Batman? Athlete. Athlete. I think he'll be good as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> anyway, no, no, we're not going back to Batman. Back to Ant Man. Ah. Back to Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, as I was saying, we're talking about the Ant Man trailer here. And um Oh good god. Right. Come on, spoiler alert. If you've not listened to the first episode of Wizards, like... <laughs> send us a postcard. <laughs> and we'll email you a cassette. <laughs> yeah, we should release them on cassette. Oh, fucking hell. Ant-Man. It's to central. But yeah, we need um, to, actually. It's fucking long. Ant-Man. 
I um I watched the trailer for it earlier on. I, I really don't like the character in the comic because mainly it's Hank Pym and he's just a it's just an abysmal character who's just gotten very little to be likable about. Why? Which one's Hank Pym? Is that the he one? That beats he, his wife? He's uh, yeah. He, he just, beats his wife. Yeah, he yeah. just knocks her about. He's got Best on major <laughs> split personalities. <laughs> Fifty no's and a yes is still a yes. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, one more time to give you a last word. Smack her in the chops. <laughs> Have you seen that video? <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, I watched the Ant Man trailer today. Um, I'll be honest, like I said, I don't like the character, but he actually. It's the first thing I've seen to do with the film because we're not liking the character. I thought, ah, fuck it. But um, watch the trailer and. I'll be honest, it looks quite entertaining. Now, whether that's Paul Rudd. I like Paul Rudd. In it, it's... Um, I don't think he looks that ruddy in the trailer. To be honest, he's not, there's not that much ruddy. Ruddy, you know I mean? ruddy Paul Rudd. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not... He has that kind of sarcasm thing going on. Yeah, there's there. a bit of sarcasm, but like he's, he's sort of playing it quite straight in this, and I, I don't really know what the character's going to be like. Who's yellow He's going to be like the guy from Celery Man. He's I hope so. <laughs> no, I mean, spoiler. Because in the trailer, it's got yellow jacket in it it's as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Is that supposed? To, is, is that going to be Hank Pym, or is it going to be no, one I of these random so. nobody sort yeah, of things who they've so. injected in just to be? Isn't he? Well, I think no. No. Uh, Michael Hank Douglas Pim, is, is Hank Pym, isn't yeah. he? I thought yeah. Hank Pym was. Right. Basically, what happens is in the, in, in <laughs> Stephen gets educated <laughs> on comic book law. Basically, basically, what happens in the comics is he starts off as Ant Man, doesn't he? Um, using pin particles to shrink himself. Right. Then he becomes giant man. Right. Then he has a bit of a mental breakdown, starts knocking his wife about. You missed something. You missed that his helmet controls ants. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the Even other when reason. he's giant man. Uh, then he controls giants. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, well, Steve. So he has to go back. So anyway, yeah, anyway, we're, sure we're going to be dry ants. I, I'm imagining he could still control ants, but he'd need a really big helmet. Yeah. And to be fair, if you're a giant, you can't really see it. Um, anyway, great enough point. He, he that is his wife, sort of thing. That's a bit of a mental breakdown because he he, can, he makes one of the. Is this, major, Hank, is this Hank Pym? Yeah, Hank Pym. Right. He makes Ultron as a massive breakdown because Ultron becomes yeah. Ultron. Uh, becomes Yellow Jacket then, doesn't he? Because yeah. he starts having a split personality sort of thing going on. Why right. is he called the Yellow Jacket? Because he wears it. He's got a Yellow Jacket. He's named after a, and it, uh, is it a type, type of bug, bug. American uh, yeah. insect. But yeah, he's got like a yellow and black costume. He's just a bit of a. He's a twat. Well, who's who's Ant Man then? That's Scott Lang. Oh, In right. the comics, he's a thief. He pinches Hank Pym's thief suit was that, was, becomes Ant-Man and then gets blown up by Jack so Hank Pym was the original so Hank yeah. Pym was the original Ant-Man yes so they've kind of skipped over that yes no well I, I don't think so because in the movie it, it shows Hank Pym talking to Michael Mr. Douglas Lang. is Hank Pym oh is he yeah and it covers uh, it covers the whole suit thing with him like in the trailer he's like yeah. oh when you to be well in that case then they have skipped over it because we can assume that, that Michael Douglas as a younger man was Ant-Man I could see yeah. Michael Douglas knocking a woman about. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does in all his films, doesn't he? He tends to hang out with him. Oh, no, no, that's good. I'd say that's Kurt Douglas. Sorry, wrong, yeah. oh, wrong Douglas. <laughs> Laura says she can't watch him, man, because every time no, she sees uh, him, uh, Michael Douglas, it. he's having some dirty, grotesque sex scene where he's just grunting away. 
<laughs> he knocks his missus yeah. about in um, what's on with Sharon Stone? Basic Instinct. Oh, basic yeah. instinct. Does he? Yeah. Well, it's not Basic Instinct. <laughs> I've only watched one scene in Basic Instinct. <laughs> I know which one you mean. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> the Bonnie Boy one. No. That's Fatal Attraction. He knocks her about. Yeah, but you wouldn't knock Gwen Ross about. She's got one of those faces. I'm set. <laughs> I'm back! <laughs> I ain't cutting shit, mate. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, we, don't gonna, condone, we, we don't condone <laughs> violence against women. Or anybody. No, or anyone. I was going to say anyone, but... No, we don't. I, I, I will put that out there. It's uh, <laughs> In real life, it's absolutely horrendous, but for the purposes of... I mean, if Glenn Close walked in right now, you'd be just lovely to her, wouldn't you? She'd <laughs> oh, yeah. be like, Christ, Glenn Close, sit down, leave if, if, if the lawyers get on, I will make a full and frank apology. <laughs> the if Glenn, yeah. Glenn Close's lawyers... <laughs> Now, do you know what's happening? <laughs> I think you the wizard sleep. You're that was. busy at the minute. Michael Jordan looks like he's gurning for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing a Michael Jordan t-shirt, if anyone's listening. Some <laughs> I'm hip. It's cool, this t-shirt. His bottom lip was on a fold, though. He was like... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I personally like the look of the new Ant-Man film, but it may be too much. I like the bit at the end of the trailer when they're fighting on that train track mm-hmm. and like fucking humongous Thomas the tank engine yeah. comes at him and it crashes into him but then it like sort of zooms out and it just shows the toy train just going ding ding. We covered this in the, the last Creepy Uncles. I can, see oh, that, I can see that stemming back from when uh, What's-His-Face was in control. Uh, the guy did Spaced. Oh. oh. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, that's the right, right, humour yeah. I can yeah. imagine him putting into it. Yeah, did you see that thing where Joss Whedon said it's it was the greatest script he's ever read or something? Mm. It was the most Marvel script he'd ever read. Yeah, what the original Ant Man? Yeah, he read the right one. Yeah, did Edgar Wright write it? Joe Cornish wrote it, didn't he? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So have they been that off entirely now? No, they've they've, no, they've 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 put them in as uh, writing credits, haven't they? Yeah, it's the same story I think, but they've they've yeah. redone the script. Which yeah, I yeah. Guess is the yeah. I think they've taken elements of the, they probably the comedy elements and the sort of nerdy references. I think it would have made. I think it would have been absolutely brilliant if Edgar Wright had the director. Oh, he's so. so good at like the, the he's so good at using the camera to tell yeah. a story. You know, like the way he can well, you move might, move from character mm-hmm. to character. You know, yeah. and the, the angles. I mean, like I, I thought that Scott Pilgrim was a really well made. Film. I love Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. It's good fun. Thoroughly. Well, the thing is, it's not the same as the like other Marvel movies, is it? Like Scott Pilgrim. It's uh, I mean, I know it's not a Melbourne movie, but like, maybe that's why the difference is was he he wanted it to be like this because yeah, they're, they're all sort of like edited the same. There's no quirkiness about them. They're all, you know, there's like I don't know. I think Pil- Scott Pilgrim is edited very much like almost like spaced. Well, this is what yeah, I'm saying. Is. This is what I'm saying. Like yeah. Marvel Studios probably didn't want that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, that's maybe, the thing. Yeah. Edgar Wright has that style, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a very individual yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah right. you're right. Is. Because is, that's but... the thing now. That's the thing now. All these Marvel films—they're becoming so like homogenous mm. because they want them all to tie in together. Mm. So they can't. Um... Oh, sorry, I used a big word. <laughs> I've, got <laughs> and, uh... I've got hegemony because... prepared for later on. <laughs> because this. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my. laughs> and uh, oh, I what I'm Good. Basically, all the Marvel films are now looking the same, so you can kind of no, hold you're right, they yeah, exactly, yeah. Same each together. Yeah, but it, again, they're all a bit funny, but then they're all they've all got 
It's serious. Well, again, it's still linking them all together, so you instantly yeah. know you're watching a Marvel film yeah. sort of thing. And again, that um, the Ant Man trailer doesn't really do anything to change that. No, it kind of looks really. like the Avengers. Yeah, it does. Like, it's funny. It's got action. Yeah, it's the same sort of tone. Yeah. In yeah, if you, if you, if you, it doesn't look too create. Well, it looks a bit more creative in terms of the action sequences. But they have to be with Ant Man. Like, I like the bit where he runs up that gun and kicks that guy in the face. Again, no, it, could, it, could, it could just be like another kind of setup movie. Marvel seems to have this like knack of making a film that's very good and then a kind of setup feeling kind of film, don't mm. they? Which Age of Ultron felt like to me. I don't know you've not seen. I'm not, it. I'm not spoiling anything, but it felt like a setup film to me. Was it not settled for the Infinity War? Well, yeah, Civil War and stuff. Yeah, basically, you know, it felt like, uh, you know. It, it had its own story, but it was obviously what? going off in time. B- bizarre. The next bunch of movies that are coming just, out. Just as you're saying, the setup film, bizarrely, although it's up to date, it's, it's one of my favourite Marvel films, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe that's. I've watched it numerous times now. It always gives me the same. I always giggle at the same place. Yeah, yeah, it gives yeah. me the same sort of tingle at the same place and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Now, whether that's because I didn't read. I didn't know anything that mm. I hadn't read any of the comics before mm. going in bloody bloody well. But if you if you take the setup movie, Guardians is that's all that is. Yeah. Because it's just about the Infinity Stones and Thanos. Mm. Yeah. But Do you know what I mean? But it stands on its own and it, two and feet. It's, and it's, I'd only thought of that when you just said what Guardians does is it expands the Marvel universe into space and into other dimensions, other galaxies. And because they've gradually yeah. done that, they can they can incorporate that space travel thing. First Iron Man film is grounded very much in reality, you know, because oh, yeah. that was that was the style that superhero films were made because yeah. it was the Dark Knight trilogy was out oh. and everything had to be kind of what would happen if this was actually real. So in the first Iron Man film, you could never imagine him flying through a wormhole. No, but by the time he gets to the Avengers. You that's totally good. believe it, yeah, because, that's because, because different elements have been added yeah, into the whole saga. Thor yeah. and Thor's a, yeah, you know, yeah, because they actually go to Asgard God. with yeah, the exactly. um, what do you call it? The and then the, that creates a barrier then between hmm? Asgard and the Earth. You know, yeah. he he Bind starts frost. fucking dating a, an Earth chick, and it, it you know it opens everything up, and that's what Guardians has done, isn't it? Yeah. But but yeah, no, I agree with you. Well. I mean, oh yeah, it's a, Guardians to me was like it could have been made in the mid eighties. You know, it's got that kind of. It's just daft. Yeah, it's daft. It's daft, but it's like the world. The world seems very tangible because they used like real sets and stuff like that, which makes a massive difference. I like seeing like extras in costumes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not not a massive deal of CG. I mean, they could have they could have just populated it with CGI aliens, Mm -hmm. but they didn't. They decided to dress people up. What I like about it as well is actually, if you look at it, and it's actually a really dark film. Yeah. Because it's like the bit where uh, Peter sort of Fenner fun- fun- or whatever, and all the um, helmet heads, they're all in the ships, and they all just okay. die. Yeah, yeah. he just gets crushed, and then everyone's. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of death in the movie. Yeah, but there's there's so much comedy that it kind of tones it down a little. bit. Again, the the, the role Vin Diesel was born to play. Yeah, a tree. I realised that until I watched it the second time. Again. A monosyllabic well, tree. Like that bit where, the, um... where Groot spears all them guys and, and just hurts them all. Yeah. And then there's a little grin on his face. Yeah. That's, a com- that's a comedy scene. Yeah. But he has just killed like six people yeah. horribly. Horribly, yeah. But then Sandra does that really big <laughs> grin. It's yeah. hilarious. Well, sorry, sorry, Lou, what were you going to say? Um, 
What is gonna Oh, uh, Sacrophanowitz. Is that how you pronounce it? Peter uh, It doesn't matter. Well, like, I didn't realise this isn't very important, but, like, him and the. Uh, him and Rocket Raccoon have, like, a bit of animosity between them. Mm. But the, the bit when he dies. Yeah, and I think the last character he speaks to is Rocket. It's Rocket, yeah. Yeah, and it was, like, a nice. I didn't notice it the first time, I was like, that's quite sweet, that. Yeah. They sort of, like, got along before he died. Who? Rocket and Peter Sacrophanowitz. Uh, if you're listening, Peter, we can't say your name. If you want to get in touch, we'll gladly have you on. You can do your Darth Maul impression. How did you like? I was watching it the other day. I tried watching it again because Laura's never seen the prequel trilogy, so I was like, oh, we'll watch them before anyone comes out. Anyway, I, I turned it off halfway through because it's fucking gash. Mm. But um, when you're watching now, Darth Maul, you can so tell that it's he's speaking over him. It's horrible. Such an horrible film. Mm. Fucking awful. I felt bad for Laura making him watch it, to be honest. Yeah. I'm just that stupid. <laughs> but anyway, um, what they, I, they I know, why do we always end up talking about them fucking films? I don't know. They're like the, the linchpin of like modern Cause... culture. And I'm going to get off. Uh, yeah, Star back Wars. to Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, well, not back to Ant-Man. I said that was the last one, but there is a final one and it's out. We're recording Tuesday. It's out on Thursday. Is the new Mad Max film Fury Road, yeah. which I'm looking forward to. It yeah. looks big, it looks daft, yeah, and it's quite exciting. We, in I'm the, mad who? Well, yeah, this is the thing I was going to mention. In a future episode, we are going to have a chat about the Mad Max films. Probably, we'll go and watch Fury Road and let y'all know what we think about it. Uh, we can't really do it now because Lewis. Hasn't I don't want to. Lewis hasn't seen any of the Mad Max films. Bizarre. Is it weird? I think it's weird. It might have been just because they were maybe before your time, yeah. perhaps. Because yeah. well, when the sequels they... came out quite quickly, it's not yeah. like one was released like mid nineties or anything, is it? Oh, well, so I saw Caravan of Courage. Yeah. yeah but the reason that <laughs> the, the, that's the sort of shit. That's why I'd have expected him to have seen them. Yeah. Yeah, I should have seen them. They were just, I don't know, I guess they were just never on. That was it. No, they don't really put them on, do they? Very much. Well, I think, I'm I think not going I, into like, one. I think I switched on once and like the second one was on halfway through and I was like, well, there's no point in watching that from there. Yeah. Might as well You won't have missed them. I mean, you the thing is, jump straight in. what I love about like Mad Max, Mad Max 2 in particular, is that the plot is so simple. It's like a, it's just a western. Yeah, mm. and you, know, you, can, you can watch this, this like seen straight. The first one yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly like a western. It's yeah. like it's like the Magnificent Seven, except with one guy yeah. protecting this yeah. like frontier town from yeah. all these bandits. Dude rolls yeah. up into town. Yeah, that's no one knows. It is basically a western. Word, to say. Pale Rider or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's so thing. so many westerns but, um, that have been done exactly like that. But you, just going back to the fact that you can watch the second one without seeing the first one, the complete two different. How many other? There's three. Three. Oh, four on Thursday. <laughs> but, um, <coughs> just completely different films, yeah. sort of thing. But let's save this until we've actually seen Fury Road. And but it does look, it looks, it looks ma- as mad as you expect it to be. It's, it's yeah. probably the only fact that George Miller's I, doing I really it want to see it at the cinema. I like, yeah, I like the fact that in a lot of the scenes, Tom Hardy just looks confused. Mm. Which he kind is... of does though, doesn't he though? He looks kind of... The thing is about Mad Max, he's not very mad. It's like everyone else is mad and he's the only kind of sane one right. in it all. Mm. He's like calm and collected when everyone else is completely off the nut. Bonkers, yeah. 
like just beyond like the sort of the limits of human weirdness is what everybody's like in Mad Max except except Max. Well, again, I might, I might forget to say this. You should have called it. I'm going to say Max. now. Uh, but in the in the first one, he goes. Is this yeah, a spoiler? Yeah, for you? Yes. Put my hands over me. Yeah, put your hands over your ears. He goes. I don't know why he's doing that because he'll have to listen back to it. But anyway, um, he goes mad <laughs> to, to beat the people <laughs> he's sort of, yeah. you know, who've done to him what they've yeah, done. So like I think he yeah. has to, yeah. so he sort of loses it and he that's why yeah. he then Well, I guess, in, yeah, I mean, the first, in the first one, he does start off as like a not, like a regular guy yeah. in a way. You know, he goes on holiday with his wife and they're all happy and all yeah, that Yeah, but then he just... But yeah, well, let's hold it there because... Yeah, no one's spoiled some major plot points there for Luke. So anyway, we'll get back onto that next time. Um, so where are we up to then? Well, we've done hit our shit. Hit our shit. What was the... Uh, Need overall? a jingle for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put one mm. in it. Teases and trailers, Michael Bay's failures, we never asked for this. Hit or shit. <laughs> I think we're most of them shit. Yeah, right. apart from Mad Max, except for Mad Max. Mad Max. Oh, no, no, no. What do we say about Ant Man? No, I'd, I'd like to see Ant-Man. Oh yeah, Ant-Man. Yeah. yeah, Ant-Man and Mad Max are like two what positive it? ones. It was yeah. uh, Terminator and Jurassic World. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Yes, Ant Man, Mad Max. Shit. Yeah. Well, they're all going to be hits financially. <laughs> Fucking hell. But in our world, world. No, no, no. <laughs> invited Spock. Fucking hell. <laughs> 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 Uh. Rock. <laughs> Technically, they didn't know we'd been away. All right, it's like time travel. It's like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, <laughs> where they go away for six months and then appear at the same moment they left. So, Steve, what have you been up to in the past six months? Let me do my Keanu Reeves impression from that movie. Whoa. That's his one kind. It's when. Bill and Ted meet Bill and Ted and he's, he's just like whoa he does that no he does that in the Matrix does he? <laughs> yeah he does that in the I Matrix he, whoa. no he does that in the Matrix when um, apparently said Samuel Jackson when Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> <laughs> jumps across that building and he, goes, and, and he goes and he goes whoa 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 alright he's got a fat Lawrence Fishburne someone needs to do a, a video world compilation of I'm sure it's bound to be on yeah. it's bound to be anyway we're back yes we are um, yeah let's get onto the main topic mm. let's get some thunder and lightning going pow yeah I'll put that in post edit <laughs> fair enough I'll, I'll thank myself for it later thanks Lewis <laughs> <laughs> no Paul you're welcome Lewis you're welcome right so anyway we're, we're dying on our asses there. we're talking about urban legends this Evening, yes, we are possibly. Oh, we've got some, we've all done a bit of research. Mm-hmm. We all know Urban Legends, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, then. Who's starting? I don't know. I've, I'll I've not really got any. I don't know if this is. Oh, no, I have. I've got one. <laughs> He's got half one. I've got half one. No, I remembered it. I remembered right, it. Okay, I've got, I've got, I've got a few. I've written, I've written a, a list here. God, I did some research. Not much, man. Switch, yeah. This is urban myths. Um, but one that I thought of today was, um, do you know when you were a kid? When you, I don't know if this is an urban myth. I guess it's a myth. When you stick your head out of window and, you, and your grandma says, don't pull up. Well, yeah, it might not be your grandma. It might be your granddad. He'll say, 
Don't pull your face or else it'll stick. Oh, if the yeah. wind changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, we all like that, yeah. I'd imagine so. I've never, I've never. Yeah, but it's always like, don't sit so close to the telly or you get square eyes. Or if you eat crust on bread, it'll turn your hair curly. Yeah, God, you've, you've annihilated my list. Oh, it's a week's worst ruined. I quit. No, I've got a few. The first one I oh, I did write it down. Walt Disney. We we uh, spoke about that. Which one? Oh, he's Ed. Oh, there's only one Walt Disney. <laughs> just his head. There's only one. Yeah, yeah. Was it just his head? Apparently, he's frozen under. I thought they froze the entire thing. You'd want to, wouldn't you? Want you want to wake up if they revive him? Well, there was like, the there was the there was the thing where I don't know. Did Disney mean, are the lead? If it was I mean, just his head, see, maybe yeah. that's where the Futurama head thing. Came well, it from. is. That's what exactly where it came from. Is but what did call it? Disney. Have you seen BBA? They are at the leading front of animatronics. So they do quite happily build him a giant robot. I think body. it's yeah. I think it started off with Walt Disney that he, he it came out that well, it was rumored that he was cryogenically frozen, and then somewhere along the line that get, that became just his head from probably some sci-fi film or something like Maybe that. Or a sci-fi book. Rest of it smashed. Yeah, <laughs> shit, his feet have defrosted. Yeah, <laughs> who fucking unplugged him? It's like two guys carrying the body, yeah. one grabbing the head, the other one falls, falls down two stairs, his, his neck just snaps off. Terry, you fucking balance. Do you mind? Episode for the next series of Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> Topical. Barry, is, Barry, is it Barry and Alan? Paul. Paul. That's, that's, Barry and Alan. That's fucking the flash, Barry, isn't it? Yeah, Barry, 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 Barry Alan. Alan. <laughs> Uh, to me but yeah he is, he's supposed to be buried deep in cold storage underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney World bollocks should you include him in the ride <laughs> that was Maybe That's that was in a myth I um, I read where uh, there's a there's a horror ride somewhere like a, like a little excuse me little lord and like a little rollercoaster <laughs> thing what do they call those horror rides all right. And, uh, oh, right. One of the ghost trains. Yeah, ghost trains. Um, yeah, and one of the bodies looked a bit real. <laughs> and uh, apparently, the truth behind it is, um, I can't remember. They were, they were filming something there. I can't remember what it was. And uh, one of the like crew members knocked this body, and uh, it turned out it it was full of, like bones, and it was like a real body. And it turned out to be what it was. It was a, a criminal from way back. They'd been killed and like embalmed and stuffed, and um, I guess through the time he'd just been like left around or sold to other people, and it ended up in this um, in um, ghost train. Ghost train, yeah. It was like a real dead body. Was that Blackpool? What? Yeah, somewhere in America. That's not real. It's true. That's a bit of legend. I read it. I read it. I read it online. It's true. Everything you read online is true. Yeah. Even the Holocaust. Don't start that again. I do believe in it. It's just for, it's just believe for gags. It's not Christmas. Kids, kids like jokes. Kids like jokes, and that's why I tell them. Not because the kids. <laughs> when are you, you going to start? <laughs> You're digging yourself in a really big hole. No, I believe in the, the Holocaust. The mic's on, Lewis. I believe in the Holocaust, and I'm not a paedophile. <laughs> Mum, I'm sorry. Oh, dear me. Oh, so anyway, where, where has the rest of your research took you? Oh, have uh, you ever heard of, of the Philadelphia them? experiment? Yeah, and it's ah. nothing to do with cheese. No, it's about uh, the what do you call it, the teleportation of a yeah battleship. Yeah, well, uh, from 
what I know of the actual experiment is... It's bollocks. Well, it apparently happened, and obviously, um, when it teleported, certain members... Not... I say certain members. It's, it's like cool list, though, isn't it? Yeah. What do you call it? They were, like, fused into the whole yeah. of the ship and one thing and another. Yeah. I watched a documentary on the History Channel. The other made day. a film about it. And it's one of those guys. Deep. You know, like, these really American-speaking guys. Back after the break. <laughs> the Philadelphia experiment in man fused to the boat. It was good, but he, like, he went into the entire depth of it, like the guy who, like, apparently saw it and he was sending letters and books to people and it was... Uh, it was it, and basically it turned out to just be a lie. Because yeah. like, they, like, they, they interviewed all the crew and they were like, oh... You know, we were always on that boat, and we 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 never saw it. But then there was a theory that the um, they had like a skeleton crew just in for that. But it turns out that the crew that were on it were there when it was being built from the up until right. stop using it. So yeah, thing is with that, it's like we're, we're straying into conspiracy theories now, aren't we? Yeah, I was worried yeah, it's about like, that. Yeah, it's like Area Fifty One. Like, it's an urban myth. But it sort of started as an urban myth. Yeah, because like one guy said it and spread yeah. it. And like an an urban myth to me is like something that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something that um, happens to real people like the one the, the phone call they're like, they're like a yeah. local thing aren't they urban myths like a local story well, well, that the one gets yeah. obscured and then goes yeah countrywide the, and worldwide the one, the one that I know and my mum told me this and she <laughs> she told it in the way that this woman at work told me that she knew someone yeah, who yeah. that's how they all start it's like Chinese whispers isn't yeah. it yeah and she said um, it's racist that one <laughs> And she said, um, and she said that sounded racist. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she said that this woman came out of um, a supermarket, and she was like walking across the um, car park towards a car. And um, as she got to a car, there was a guy waiting at the car for her, mm. and he was like, "Oh, you know." Good, I'm glad glad you've come out. I've been waiting here for a while. Um, and, he, and he said some... I can't remember what, what he's supposed to have said to her. Something like he saw some guys trying to break into his car or something. Right. And um, and he convinces her to give him a lift somewhere. Um, and he gets in her car and he's got a briefcase. He's like a, dressed like a businessman and everything. So he looks all respectable and everything. And he gets into the car with his briefcase and he sits next to him, puts the briefcase down. And just then she, she thinks to herself... Christ, like, who's, who is this guy who've got into a car? Who, who've let into my car here? So, sort of doing a, like a quick kind of thinking, what can, she can do about the situation? She um, she tells the guy to get out of the car so she can back up, you know, to sort of guide her out of the parking space. And um, and as soon as he gets out and shuts the door, she she sort of she just drives off, like, and leaves him there. Um, and escaping, but he left his briefcase in the car. And when she gets home, she opens the she, she opens the briefcase, and all that's in the briefcase is a piece of rope and a knife. Yeah, you mm. might have been a tree surgeon. You <laughs> <laughs> might have been in the Jones. Been. Yeah, yeah. You might have been a crocodile a hunter. Tree surgeon with a briefcase. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Only deal with pans. Funnily enough, that's one of the ones I came across online, the knife in the briefcase, so, yeah. yeah. Anyway. What was, what was the other? Oh, there, there, were, there were several, but it's all the um, 
the old ones are like um, the phone call from inside the house. Yeah. Sort of thing. They, they all tend to be kind of spooky stories, don't yeah. they? Yeah, it's like something from a yeah, horror film. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but, isn't the one uh, where two people are in a car sort of thing? Yeah, it's like two teenagers who are like on lovers' lane on type roof thing. sort yeah. of thing. And, and they hear on the radio, don't they, that there's a serial killer on the loose. Yeah. And, um, the, and the, the, one, the, the myth of that is that a boyfriend and girlfriend go out and he goes off into the woods and she's still in the car and, and then she hears something. Yeah. The roof, and then she starts saying, like, fuck this, yeah. fuck him, I'm off. And then as she drives, there's like a rope attached to her car, which is attached to the top of the car with the noose around his neck. Yeah. So when she drives off, it pulls him up and hangs yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the movie that as well, isn't it? Urban, Urban Legends. Is it? Yeah. yeah, the film Urban Legends. Classic, classic film. Shit or oh, hit. <laughs> I believe it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get, I'll get these out of the way and then these shit ones. Well, I've got that one, Philadelphia Experiment. Uh, the Vanishing Hitchhiker. You know, I just want to pick someone up, turn yeah. around, not there. Uh, Murder on the Back Seat. That's when I think... Oh, there's, yeah, there's somebody like chasing a car and they're yeah. flashing the lights and everything. And yeah, the, the, the person those. actually thinks that they're being chased by him sort mm. of thing. Yeah, when they get out of the car, the other person gets out of the car and she's like, Fuck off, I'll call him. 911. The guy goes, No, no, there's someone in the back seat of your car with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Twist. And knife. What a twist. What a tweet. And uh, I've got one here called Humans Can Lick Too. What the hell is that? This is a juicy one. (laughs) It's a juicy. The story goes there was a a girl who got given a dog by her parents and they go away for the weekend. And uh, at night she falls asleep with her arm, lay off the bed, and the dog's licking her finger before she goes to sleep. And she has this dripping in the kitchen. So she goes down, plays with the faucet, goes back to bed, falls asleep again. The, the faucet? Dog. The faucet. I was waiting for that. <laughs> and the dog licks her finger again. She goes to bed and she can hear dripping again. And she's like, bloody hell, happens a few times this. So she gets up, she goes, you know what, I'm going to see where this dripping's coming from. And she goes around the house and she hears it coming from a, a, a cupboard in her room. So she opens up the cupboard and the dog's on the top with his throat slit. The blood's dripping down. Right. There's a note into the dog and it says, humans can lick too. <laughs> Sexy. Yeah, I got a, an erection. And there's the kidney heist, which is a, I think it's an American one where like someone wakes up in a, they'll, they have like a few drinks bought from them, they'll wake up in a bath of ice. Yeah, that's, I read a short story about that once, about a guy who had a night out in Vegas and then he wakes up in a bath full of ice. And, uh, it's the same story because yeah, yeah. someone's nicked his kidney. Apparently that's bogus though. Apparently, like when the myth got big in America, I, don't, I believe this is the thing: the National Kidney Association put out a thing saying, <laughs> "No, no, no, no." You know, if this happens, give us a ring. But they never got a phone call, and no one ever rang in nine one one for it. So, one of my favourite ones is the because um, no one has a phone in the bathroom. Unless it was the hospital that was behind it, and they were doing it. One of my favourites is the uh, giant alligators in the New York sewers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Due yeah. to people flushing baby alligators. And they're just, yeah, giant things. I was, um, sorry, well, talking about flushing. <laughs> I was I was watching um, Poltergeist the other day, it was on telly. Yeah. And, uh, do you know the bit where the, the daughter catches the mum about to flush the animal in the toilet and she goes, oh, I'll, I'll bury it instead. Yeah. She's about to flush down a bird in the toilet. 
Right. <laughs> so I mean, usually uh, it's a, a goldfish, isn't it, that they flush down the toilet? But it's a fucking bird. A bird's a bit of a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, you just put it in bin. You just, you just <laughs> rub it in bin, yeah. Or cook Wrap it. it in a bit of tissue bin. Thing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, just shove it in bin. She's there all like, like um, what? <laughs> But it's not in the remake, that. But it's not. But it's a dog. Fucking <laughs> 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 bear. Yeah. Doesn't Sam Rockwell's dance in the very side of it. Oh, dear me. But yeah, when I, were, when I were doing a bit of research for this episode, I um, I did come across one that tickled me. Uh, um, basically, it's about a tourist that falls asleep with his money safely zipped inside a money belt sort of thing. And no. he goes to sleep, he's got 150 euros or thereabouts in his money belt when he falls asleep. But when he wakes up, he's only got like 15 euros left. And the urban legend is the conclusion that the train's passengers have all been gassed. Oh, and everyone yeah. was robbed. Uh, and the reason the robbers left money behind is part of an elaborate mind game to create it to confuse the passengers into believing that they've miscounted the money. Because <laughs> apparently it's the KGB... Behind this, so the KG, that, all the KGB want to do is annoy people. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently they're doing it to uh, fund uh, covert operations. Yours. Although right. it does seem like a lot of fanning about to go yeah. to, to kind of rob a thousand yeah. euro, a couple of thousand euros or something. Yeah. You just take it all. You wouldn't give a nice. shit about. <laughs> well, you won't take the KGB. Give a shit. Well, exactly. They just kill people. They also, just start, I, put them to sleep and I, then take the money. It's like, let's blow the train up, take everyone's money. Have Not all of the money. No, Some just money. all of it. All of it. Although, to be fair, the KGB are an alpha fucking with people's heads. Yeah. I have a theory where that myth started. I reckon that guy went to a strip club. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's where he told his wife. Exactly. It was yeah. the KGB, yeah, love, yeah. I'm telling you. It's just like, fucking hell, I best tell neighbours. There you go. Myth started. Myth solved. Just so we could get an ass in his face. <laughs> Tits up his nostrils. Tits up his nostrils. Uh, so uh, next. I tried to find ones that were not sort of supernatural based, more kind of just weird tales that got told. Yeah. Some of them seem to be true due to like news articles, etc. There was one about a guy who uh, was from like North Carolina in America and he bought a lot of super expensive cigars. Yeah. And then he, he insured them for fire and the insurance company insured him and then he obviously smoked them. <laughs> and then he, he put a lot of claims in to his insurance saying that he'd lost them due to uh, a series of small fires. <laughs> and they were like, fuck off, you just smoked them. <laughs> so... He sued the insurance company, saying that they, they hadn't um, completed his comp- his claim, mm. uh, and won because he he'd insured them for fire and they were damaged by fire essentially. Yeah. So he won the he won the claim, and then uh, as soon as he cashed the check, he won like hundred and fifty grand or something, hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, hundred fifty thousand dollars. Sorry. Uh, put his claim in. As soon as he got the money for it, the insurance company then. Uh, had him arrested for arson because he'd insured the cigars and then burnt them himself. (laughs) 
uh, and he got sent down. He got sent in, sent down for like twenty four years. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but I just thought it was. That's like, cool. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flabbergasted after that. <laughs> Speechless. Yeah. Tell, tell us that other one that you told me today. Oh, the Irish one? Yeah, this one's a fucking doozy. Uh, <laughs> bunch of uh, Irish guys break into a bank. And they're getting like, <laughs> yeah, wait, I think already, a, already. <laughs> I think it's a joke, this one, actually. This, this was on a... It was an Irish man, a Scottish man. Yeah. <laughs> break into a bank. These Irish guys break into a bank... Uh, they've set it all up they go in they get into the vault they open the vault and it, there's a series of like small safes rather they imagine like two massive safes full of money getting there's loads of these little safes so they crack one open it up and there's like a covered dish of uh, vanilla pudding inside these uh, safes what the fuck's this they're like well at least we've got the fuck's this you're joking about it saying at least we've got something to norm on like <laughs> <laughs> and then they carry on opening these safes each one's got a little dish in with this pudding in no money found anyway they escape they get arrested blah, well, blah. They, they do eat all the pudding yeah there. they do they have a bit of a, a <laughs> but, yeah exactly because yeah. there's, there's something there so these three Irishmen come out bloated just <laughs> yeah. full of vanilla pudding anyway, they leave they, they get arrested uh, but it turns out that the, the place was a sperm bank oh <laughs> <laughs> Not after the first bowl. That's definitely. Yeah. It's a bit salty then. Yeah, that's what we said. Yeah, vanilla pudding. Sweet. Yeah. And to be fair, what the. I'm not being funny, what sort of sperm bank? Because. I know. Um, <laughs> a6. Yeah. Wait, B, it's not, it's a not safe in the form of pudding. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things. How much. He's gonna to have to put in a bottle. It'd have to be a mix, won't it? Well, that's <laughs> like. Well, maybe that's what you think. Oh no, what's my car? Just tipping it. <laughs> and he's made us like, oh, don't drink from bowl, you. He's like, like this taste reminds me of my uncle. Might just be the cheap version, you know, like a lucky dip. <laughs> just get a syringe full. You don't, you don't have a cruiser. Oh, well, this one's a bit pink. <laughs> <laughs> There was one about uh, a parking attendant as well in Bristol Zoo who'd worked there for 25 years and um, as a parking attendant. Yeah, he's like the he's like the car park attendant right. for Bristol Zoo, so he takes all the yeah. it's like a pound per car. I, I understand what parking yeah. attendant means. <laughs> it, it, it would just I, thought, yeah, yeah, I won't make sure you've yeah, got yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm thinking of going. Um, I've lost my flow, man. Ruined it. Parking attack in Bristol Zoo. Bristol Zoo. So he's working there and he's charging like a pound per car, five pound per coach, whatever. Works there for 25 years and then suddenly just stops turning up for work. So Bristol Zoo are like, what the fuck? So they get onto the council and like, this guy's stopped turning up, you need to send a, a new car park attendant out for us. And they're like, we don't, we don't own your car park, you do. And they're like, what? So it turns out this guy had just been turning up for work, taking all the money for himself. <laughs> and they estimated like he'd taken like 3.6 million or something. Oof, genius. Yeah. That's why he stopped turning up for work. Yeah, just like that. Done. Well, that reminds me of that this this art forger mm. called... Called... called John. <laughs> what are you doing, Stage? 
So I'm looking at this guy's to, fucking uh, name. Uh, like John Steve's brain is very much analog. That's need to fast forward it. Uh, John Myatt, mm-hmm. who's um, a British. Um, well, he's a British painter essentially, but his 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 um, his sole work is forgery of masterpieces yeah. and works by masters like Van Gogh and all them lot. All them lot. Um, you know Picasso and you know Rembrandt, Rembrandt and the like you know, uh, Renoir and Monet. Do you want me to go on? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> on. and uh, name and one more Caravaggio. Um, name four more. Carry <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, on. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> and he and he spent his whole life forging yeah, these paintings, but as, as I understand it, he made up, he sort of designed his own paintings. So he do what he do with painting the style of Picasso. There's another one, and um, but like a whole new painting, the style of Picasso, because he was so good at forging the styles of these artists that he was able to sell them as Picassos, as original Picassos, and he made millions. Um, How did he get rumbled for that? I don't know. He got he got found out eventually, and he got he did go. He went to prison for a long time, but he's out now. And he does he's, he had a TV program on where he was painting fucking like celebrities in the style of like he painted Ian Brown in the style of the Forbes. Didn't say Ian like Brady. Then. <laughs> hey? I thought you were going to say Ian Brady. No, he did Ian Brady. Did Ian Brown from the Stone Roses? It's worse than in the style of like Ralph Harris or something. I don't know. Oh shit. <laughs> And, um, the styling, <laughs> touching kids and whatever. Um, but no, they reckon they reckon like these people. I'm they, re- they reckon these pe- these people that have bought these paintings over the over the years, over the decades that he was doing it, who have got like original, supposedly original masterpieces in their house, and they just buy this guy. But they can't. But because there's so many of them, there's no way that they can kind of track them all down. Yeah, and know who which ones are fake and which okay. aren't. So he's almost, in a way, rewritten yeah, as history. I suppose experts will have said, "Yes, this is a Picasso." Yeah, they won't want to admit that they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, because mm. because experts did get it wrong because they do because they they all get checked. And he was so good at imitating the style of these paint. The and if you he, one, even if used paid, like, even used the paints for it, you're going to be like, yeah, it is. Yeah, well, he even used even yeah. used like, <laughs> even used like the same paints that Van Gogh used. You know, he made sure he used the same paint so they could even be identified through the the paint. Wow, what a guy! What a guy! That's cool. That, but yeah, it's kind of like rewritten art history in a way because mm. nobody really knows which ones of his are fake, which ones are his, and which mm. ones are the originals. I mean, obviously, there's some that are certain that they're originals because they've been around for a lot longer than he yeah, has. They've been dated, but hmm. well, good. Though. Any more lads? Thurban myths. Thurban myths. Uh, is another myth that people listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is an urban myth. Yeah, I don't think it is. Although we have got more, we do get more followers on Twitter every like day. There's like good. one or two. It's trickling. Trickling. It's trickling. Hello, Twitter. Words. I know, yeah. I wish someone would like tweet us. Oh, that's live, live I wish tweeting. more people would tweet us. I like. You are? Live tweeting. Yeah, I wish like, you know, someone could tweet us right now and go like. You're talking bollocks, you know? Yeah, although this would have to be live and there's no way I'm letting Daz be live on the internet. No. no. <laughs> I've been very good this evening. Yeah, with the pauses, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> During the pauses. Let's <laughs> <laughs> burn. <laughs> but again in the future we are looking at doing um, live twitch casts 
mm. and everything. But as as Lewis said, get in touch. We are on Twitter and Facebook, and it would be nice to hear people's thoughts. Yeah, not there's a lot of other podcasts listening to us. Now we listen to your podcasts, so you should listen to ours. And that that sounds so threatening. <laughs> Or else. Or else. And what's will not listen. Or else we'll unfollow you. Yeah. You're cunts. <laughs> oh. We'll leave we'll leave disparaging comments under all your YouTube videos. <laughs> well, sorry, we're having some flatulence issues, I think. Again. I catch not It's not me. For you bet. Not me. You always come from me. over there. You bet it's I can't smell anything. I can't smell anything. Just <laughs> oh no! Oh, He's just farting. It's just enveloped him. <laughs> I, I have like got a little bubble, like yeah. a skin tight bubble. <laughs> I, I, I have got one more to put out there, though. Anyone in our listeners thing? I yeah. Recently, as I said, due to illness, he's been away. By the way, I had some chemotherapy, and I've got to say, chemo farts. If anybody is on chemotherapy, be aware. Because they are denser than air, and if you are near the floor, they will try to kill you. <laughs> that, that, that is a public water service announcement. <laughs> is that something the NHS don't tell you? They don't tell you! No. I nearly died. Do, yeah. Are they even offensive to you? Um, or did you no, they're, they're really dense. It, are they just like, like a concentrated like sugar cube of fart? <laughs> No, just kind of diet matter. What happened? <laughs> Kerry was on a slightly, uh, slightly lower level uh, than I was, and they give you a really bad wind day after chemo, so I think it's because of what. Anyway, uh, so I'd gone to bed. You should use it in water. And then uh, Kerry came <laughs> to bed, and I, I woke up to a scabbling to try and get the window open <laughs> or the door because it was just like a layer of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And it really chemically and burns your eyes. Oh. Reminds me of that. Um, Billy Connolly came up with an urban legend. Really? And he said that um, <clears throat> there was, um, he went up to this, um, there was a guy that ran like a guest house in like the far reaches of the Highlands and it was freezing, so cold. And um, I'm kind of paraphrasing here in a way. In fact, I'm making shit up as I go. And, um, and this guy it was so cold in, in the bed that. Um, he spent the whole night freezing cold, fell asleep and stuff like that. And then he woke up the next morning and there was a little block of ice next to him in the bed. And um, and he picked it up and he threw it into the fire and it went... Listening, is he? Right. No one is. He might be. He might be. Might be. We do have some listeners. Stop disparaging the listeners. We, do we need that. to follow Billy Connolly on Twitter. Yeah, we'll tweet him and take listen. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll just nix one of your gags. Yeah, <laughs> fucking sued. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh dear, me. I want to say that we is the man who sued God. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> terrible, even for me. Has anyone got any more urban myths? No. Have you? No, no, I'm all right. Have you? No, I can Google some if you want. No, no, we don't want to do that. Does like the. Every town seems to have a grey lady or like a, a ghost of some sort that mm. inhabits. I'm sure like it's what, a, in Lancashire, like a. Is it a dog, a black dog or something? I always remember as a kid, there'd be a building nearby 
and all the kids would be like, don't go in there, there's like this fucking spooky yeah. ghost lady or whatever. And it seems to be in every town that. Did you have, because near every school, I mm. think, there's always a house that all the kids talk about. Yeah. And they say that the woman that like lives the there burbs. is... The, yeah. yeah. Like the family that lived yeah. there or the woman that lives there is like a like weird person. I still get it that. It never comes out. Every I still house. get that. I went to school. There's a, house, <laughs> there's a house up the road from us and it's one of them houses that kind of stands out. You know, it's like a bit run down. The windows are really old. Yeah. And like sometimes you walk, the curtains are always closed. And yeah. Sometimes you walk past and you'll, you'll just look through a gap in the curtains and there's like a bed in the front room. And you yeah. Say, oh, yeah. Yeah, but it dazzles me with the inner. And so. like, I remember walking walking home one night from the train station pretty late at night and I, I heard like somebody in the garden smashing something and shouting. And it was just like the burbs, you know, you think, what the fuck's going on in that house? I love that movie. Yeah. I remember once that you just reminded me actually when I was about 12. Um, I was my parents went I think it was New Year's Eve and my parents had gone up to my uncle's house mm. for a New Year's Eve party and I was only 12 so me and my brother who's five years younger than me stayed at my parents house mm. and um, like my nana came round yeah. so you know she sort mm. of stayed with us yeah. and um, and I was um, I basically like woke up in the middle of the night and like my parents weren't back yet so when you're 12, you kind of worry about your parents, don't you? Like, oh God, you know, they've had a car crash and all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. So I went into my parents' bedroom. I mean, Anna was asleep in the bed. <laughs> she, she would have never woken up anyway. And um, and I was looking out the window. Um, I was looking out the window. <laughs> Fuck off. Didn't finger her. <laughs> we made stroking by those hand gestures. Still caressing her head as she's asleep. And, um, you filthy bugger. And I was looking out the window and um, basically looking for my parents coming back. It was three in the morning. I remember it was about three in the morning. And I was looking out the window waiting for their car to come back um, to put the drive. And um, I looked across the way and, and opposite my parents' house, you guys know this, but opposite my parents' house is like a farm. And, um, and it's all like fields and stuff. And I looked down to the bottom of this field and there was a, a bonfire going on, like a huge bonfire, three in the morning, huge bonfire. And there was like a guy, just one guy on his own dancing around it. Like it looked like he was like kind of like properly like doing like a weird pagan dance around this fire. I remember you telling me that stuff. Yeah. I took pictures of it and everything, but obviously like whenever it was early 90s. The camera was just like when it came out, it was just like black with just like this little orange orange dot. blob. Yeah. yeah. So obviously didn't get anything from it, but I still remember that to this day, and oh. it was so weird. Yeah. Don't worry, I won't be. Yes, to that, that man. <laughs> I was to add to the creepiness yeah. of Steve's story. <laughs> that was his grandma's bedpan as it fell onto the floor. <laughs> I think we're up, up in the Victorian ages. Christ! Oh, oh. Like camera you got, like with a cloak over your head. Boosh! <laughs> 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 a guy with fires going, fuck yeah, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Nothing, none, I go back to sleep. Carry on watching your palm. I'm just taking pictures of you. <laughs> Steve's sexy grandma. <laughs> oh, Christ. 
How did we go from trying to get more people to listen and uh, <laughs> plug stuff to that? People love this shit. I've done surveys. <laughs> like, listening? yeah, I like Wizard Sleep, but there's not enough granny fingering in it. <laughs> That's what Walter says, man. What do you think we're named after? <laughs> exactly. What? I thought it was named after a wizard. I thought it was a magic podcast. <laughs> I was in Ikea yesterday and there was like this chalkboard and I almost wrote on it wizard sleeve but there was no chalk and I thought that'd be fine I'll take a picture of it it looked cool and then I thought I forgot that wizard sleeve what it actually meant <laughs> it was a big gaping she just kind of got a knife out the uh, kitchen department and just squalled <laughs> yeah. and I would have been escorted out of the building <laughs> alright wizard yeah but they've had to walk you through all the fucking departments yeah. first in Ikea it take about half an hour to get you out <laughs> It's like, oh, hang on, let me just look at these pillows. I actually bought a new uh, duvet set, actually. That was, the, that was exciting. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Are we wrapping it up? I believe we are. Yeah. I believe we are. As was mentioned earlier on in the podcast, the next, um, next one will probably have, have views on, more in-depth views on Mad Max after we've given Lou an education. Possibly I, Jackie Chan I as well. I education. Um... Yeah, but as was well, said before, if anyone's listening, uh, they should tweet us which Jackie Chan movies I should watch. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a good idea. Yeah, and just in general, if you've got any views, comments, abuse, abuse, hair abuse. yes, Lou loves it all. Any if we've missed any, any grannies today, out we're sorry. <laughs> any any sort of attention, Lou craves. Uh, <laughs> I just want us to thrive, man. <laughs> At the moment, we're just like a little seed in the soil, and I want us to flourish. Into a giant weed. Yeah. <laughs> and just fucking kill all the other flowery podcasts. <laughs> Good night!